Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to Unlimited Horizons by the International Association of Women, our podcast where we showcase incredible women from the IAW community, share their stories, but also share their paths to success and how their path can help you on your own journey. My name is Megan Pizzuto. I'm the president here at IAW, and today I'm so happy to be here talking with Dr. Tanya Holmes Sutton, who is a national board certified teacher, executive director at Teach Plus Nevada. Um, She was previously serving within one of the fifth largest school districts in the country in Nevada. She's served early childhood students, families, and colleagues within the Las Vegas community through traditional public and public charter schools for more than 20 years. She's passionate and committed education advocate and proponent of professional learning communities and teaching and family partnerships, advocating for families to engage as full partners in their children's education to increase student growth and achievement in the classroom. Tanya is passionate about serving and working with students, families, and teachers in a collaborative means to improve the quality of educational outcomes for all children. Dr. Tanya, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here today. So to kick us off, I'd love for you to kind of backtrack a little bit and tell us how you got started in education. Thank you so much, Megan. I'm excited to be here. I appreciate the opportunity. I um, initially wanted to be a nurse when I was younger, um, and it wasn't until um, I had an opportunity to spend some extensive time with my grandparents who were teachers and uh, family members in Memphis, Tennessee, who were also teachers, that I recognized that this is where I was meant to be. Um, I come from a family of educators, um, those who have a lineage that dates back to the late 1800s. We actually worked with Tuskegee University um, and the Rosenwald schools to stand up the first school for the Black community um, that stood until desegregation efforts um, in Shelby County, Tennessee. It's amazing. I love that. I, the, the the family path and the history there is so strong and it must give you such a, a sense of empowerment and sort of support as you move through your own career. Um, one of the things I love about your story and your background is the work you've done to help elevate other teachers as well. So it's been your own career path, but you you also give back and, and help support others. I want to dive in and talk a little bit about community and why that's so, so important, right? We talk about women who reach the top turning around and helping others as well. And and I see you doing that through education. And I'd love to hear your perspective on why that's important and and the the work that you do. I appreciate you. None of the things that we do, um, we do alone. Um, I acknowledge that there's a quote that I appreciate that exemplifies that, that there is a destiny which makes us, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, sisters, none of None goes her way alone. All we send into the lives of others comes back into our own. And I felt for quite a bit at the beginning of my educational career that I was journeying alone. But um, as I met additional teachers in my community and began to reach out to teachers across the country, I recognized we don't have to be and we can achieve so much more together. 
Um, it was then that I decided to form the Nevada National Board Network and bring teachers together in the pursuit of national board certification, having previously journeyed that process and that endeavor on my own. Um, in doing so, we were able to connect teachers not only throughout the state of Nevada, but across the country. We've reached um, teachers in about 35 different states. And in that space, being able to see incredible women with passionate commitments to serve students, families, and communities um, in ways that have changed lives. And they deserve recognition and a platform to be able to um, support and mentor to others. And so in that, we began to imagine how women can pull together um, to be stronger. And so we've uh, been able to support some teachers to be identified and achieve a recognition as Nevada Teachers of the Year. And yep. the 2020 and 2021, 2022 Teachers of the Year are ones that we felt to um, be able to actually not only achieve a state platform to support our families in education, but the 2021 Nevada Teacher of the Year, Julian Ertebe, actually went on to become the National Teacher of the Year um, and be able to have incredible, immeasurable um, impact and difference on educators across our country. I love that. I love that. I mean, education, we know it's not it's not an easy job, right? When you, you sign up to, to teach, no matter what age level you're teaching, there's, there's so many challenges. And there's new challenges that have been introduced with safety measures across the United States and COVID and what that did to, to everybody in the school system. So seeing you pull people together, because the, the quote you shared is really meaningful, right? And I think that nobody should feel like they're having to do this alone. And I can Absolutely. see being in a classroom with 20 children as the only adult could probably feel a little bit isolating. <laughs> And so what an amazing thing you've done. Well done. It's, it's Thank you. remarkable. This, this idea of community is, I, I say there's power in community, right? And the, the idea that sometimes we do feel very alone, but there's always other people that are also going through it. And when you can band together, whether you're, whether it's something hard or something easier, or you're celebrating a win, when you have, mm -hmm. when you're surrounded by like-minded, it just, it makes the road a little bit easier. So it's very Absolutely. Cool. Awesome. So now on your journey, one of the things you talk about is along the road that you've, you've have sometimes over underestimated or undervalued your leadership. And, and specifically there, there's somebody in your past who kind of put something in your head, right? There's, if, if you can kind of elaborate on the story, I'm paraphrasing based on what you submitted to us, but <laughs> elaborate a little bit. Um, I, I, I'd like to dive into this because I think that there's a lot of women that will resonate with the idea of undervaluing or underrepresenting our own skill. And, and then that, that mutes our voice or it, it makes us undervalue what we're worth at the, at the negotiation table. Right. So if you can, if you can share a little bit of that story, I'd love to dive in and, and talk through it. Absolutely. I think that it has incredible impact on our confidence. Um, and at times how we're able to move forward. I'm going to acknowledge that that story um, actually has a story that precedes it. And that is that I was in high school when I was told that I probably shouldn't go to college. Um, that was very overwhelming for me at the time. I was an honor student. I was in the top 10, 15% of my graduating class. Um, I 
I didn't have any other plans besides going to college. I knew that college was going to certainly provide me an opportunity to be able to learn and grow in a way that I needed to in order to become a very productive and contributing member of society, to be able to make a difference, um, to be able to become an educator. And, um, and it was that very conversation um, with an educator that speared me on and made me believe that I needed to go to college. I mean, it actually was that same voice that persisted certainly for decades that challenged me to pursue my doctorate degree. Mm -hmm. Um, Certainly there were those that were asking, well, why do you need that? You can do and achieve so many things without it. It was personal. It was very personal. I needed to be able to have that accomplishment and prove to myself not only that I could do it, but that I deserve the opportunity to be able to do it. We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with ebooks and templates, and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. I I think it's important to go back to those stories that define some of the moments in our head. And I love the, you, you took that somebody telling you, you can't do it. And you said, well, let me show you. <laughs> and yes, yes. Um, powerful, really powerful. Um, so then, then from there, have there been other moments in time that have triggered similar, similar, um, similar feelings or thoughts for you? Absolutely. Um, I acknowledged that that story, um, was not a standalone and it was after becoming an educator, um, and being one probably at this point for over 10 years before someone said to me, um, who are you? Right? Why are people asking you to serve on boards and committees in the state? And not only in the state, but nationally, you have no authority to make any decisions. That um, that was powerful. Um, right. Certainly, we acknowledge that it can have an impact that kind of sets you back. But as previously, it propelled me forward. Um, I not only went to serve on the board that they were specifically speaking about, but went on to serve on several other boards in several states across the country, positioning me um, to be able to make incredible decisions that have an impact not only on individual lives, but on the lives of our children, our families, and countless educators throughout the country and um, utilized Again, that voice to be able to share with others. I recall um, probably about seven years ago making a speech entitled, You Know My Name, But Not My Story. And I shared with the audience that the statistics indicate that I'm not supposed to be here, that I am 1% of Black women that achieve 
um, a terminal degree um, of those who go on to serve in the capacities in which I have, but that they could also. And I acknowledge that after that speech, I had individuals coming to me, men and women, um, saying they'd heard the same things. They'd been told the same things, that you didn't need to go to college, you don't belong in this position, you don't necessarily fit the bill for X, Y, and Z. Um, lots of tears that day, um, but I think also an opportunity to empower people. I ended up meeting a woman later in Florida, um, probably two or three later, two or three years later, excuse me. And she said, you, you probably don't remember me, but you changed my life. Mm, what an impact. Oh my goodness. Goosebumps, right? Like that's, that's, I love this. And I want to, there, there's kind of two paths here. Cause I think using your story to help go tell people, it doesn't matter what anyone is saying about you, what you believe and what you value is where you can go. And I think that's really important. Right. And, and I love that you've used your story and message to, to feed back to the community, because that I think is really powerful, but I want to talk for a moment about the, the people who call you out, because I'm, I'm so impressed that you, you've kind of turned it around and and been like, well, you say that, but I'm going to show you, right. Do they, do you ever get stuck in moments in your head where you, where you have self-doubt and you feel like, oh, maybe they're right. Or do you just, are you able to just tune them out and say, nope, you're wrong. I'm going to go do this. I definitely pause. I definitely have incredible moments of doubt. Um, I think I am challenged with those even now as I consider goals that I've set for myself um, and seek out my community, seek out my partners, seek out um, my friends yeah. who kind of lift me up in order to help kind of mute the voices that I'm hearing. Um, it's very important to me to have those relationships. They kind of serve as a, a mirror, if you will, right? When I um, am complimented, I acknowledge that I am but a reflection of the individual that I'm spending time with, right? And so, Megan, in this moment, we are reflections of one another. Mm-hmm. Um, it is your energy that that feeds my spirit and our being able to stand in awe of one another really allows me to kind of pause and acknowledge I have done some pretty incredible things. Um, And in doing so, I am empowered to do even more things that make a difference, not only in the lives of others, but in my own life. Um, I'm really struggling at the moment with how am I, how could I have achieved all of these things and still have these moments where I wonder, am I enough? When will I be enough? Um, certainly, I think other women can attest to the fact that there's certainly been opportunities that they've sought to pursue and been told that they were not qualified, overqualified, better qualified for something else. Um, and those are difficult, difficult, challenging moments um, that, I, that I pray through, that I hold on to faith through, that I make certain I share with others. Right. So that I allow their energy to be able to uplift me as well. I, yeah, I love that, that point there of, first of all, being vulnerable and sharing it with others, right? Because if you're having a one-to-one conversation and let's say you're denied a job or you're told you can't, you, you, they don't think that you're qualified for something or you're not good enough for this. Sometimes we have a tendency to hold it in because we don't want to, we don't want to show other people the pain right? There's, there's a level of pain associated with that. But when you let other people in, 
they can help be the voice on the other side for you. And so that's why it's so important to have people around you. You mentioned multiple people in your, in your group, right? Friends and partner and community. Um, but this is why I encourage all women to have multiple people around them so that when you're told no, or when you're told the thing that's hard, you have people you can go to and be like, listen, <laughs> this is what they said to me. Um, and that are going to feed that energy back into you so that you can keep going because you're what you're doing is so impactful. And think of like one of the other things you said is looking at the impact and the things you, like your accomplishments, right? You're, you've accomplished so much and giving those things value is really important. So I don't think we do that enough. I am guilty. I, I agree. I agree. I don't pause. <laughs> I don't pause. It's the next thing. Um, but definitely appreciate those that are in my lives that say, no, we're going to take this moment. We're going to pause and you're going to let us appreciate you and love on you and lift you up. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And it does, it gives us a renewed sense of, I can, I am, I will. um, And that no is not an answer. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes you just have to get in your head and get out of your own way and say, well, they said no, but I'm, I'm good. It's not the answer, right? It's, it's, I can, I, I, I'm going to keep going. Um, and I think it can be really hard to do, but I love that you've set this example of doing it such an inspiration. It's fantastic. Um, so now as in, in your, in your current role, what, what are some of the things that are most important to you for 2023 or, or what, where do you see yourself heading this year and, and what sorts of, what sorts of goals do you have? Wow. Um, I will say, I have a goal that goes back to being an eight-year-old little girl. Um, (laughs) I remember spending a lot of time reading and writing and, um, and designing newspapers, um, (laughs) for, for whom I don't know, right. (laughs) I just really enjoyed creating stories, um, and plays and skits. Um, my brothers and sisters probably have, many memories of my being the oldest and certainly like doling them into being characters um, in a play, a skit, a story that I created. And so I've said that this will be the year of the beast and I'm committed to being fierce. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the goals that I would really like to accomplish is publishing a book. I've had an opportunity certainly to contribute to um, others' books and their book projects, um, but really want to step forward into a space um, where I share my story um, and the stories of others as ways to empower, uplift, um, create, serve, um, inspire, hopefully, um, other women, other educators across the country. Oh, I love that. I love that. That's a, that's a great goal. I I'm going to, I'm going to encourage you to start it and I'm going to support you the entire way as I'm sure the AW community will as well, but what a, what a powerful message you have here today. And I'm, I'm so glad we were able to connect and talk about the resiliency and kind of the, the persevering, despite what other people may have put in your head. Um, as we wrap up here, any, any last minute wisdom or words of advice that you want to share with our listeners? Um, I want to also acknowledge that I'm an introvert. So stepping out and being with people sometimes feels overwhelming. Um, 
in my mind comes back to Nike, just do it, right? It's when we get into the space, into the room, um, into the conversation that we recognize that we're renewed, right? Again, that energy I spoke about previously, renewed by the energy of others, renewed by the connections that we're making. Um, certainly acknowledge that there are times when I want to say no, um, but I know that for myself and that for those that I'm intended to be with in the moment, um, I may not know who that is and, and when that is, but I need to say yes. So say yes, say yes to yourself, say yes to the opportunities, say yes to the connections, um, go out and spend more time with those who reflect truly who you are. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, for our listeners today, such a great way to wrap this up. You can find Tanya online at tanyahomesutton.org. She's on Facebook at T. Sutton, on Twitter at T. Sutton, um, and on her website. So go connect, go reach out to her um, and, and follow along. Tanya, thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate you so much. I wish you so much luck with, with everything you've set out to achieve this year and can't wait to follow all of it. Thank you so much, Megan. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.